Dear friend, have you ever thought something was right and then you learned, well, it wasn't? You know, we've all been there. Let's think about this in a spiritual way in our study today from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. We're so glad you've decided to listen to our program today. In a world of challenges, we need God's Word to help us face those challenges. Thank you for joining us in this period of Bible study with our speaker, Jeff Archie, of International Gospel Hour, a broadcast of the Churches of Christ. Let's listen now. Here's Jeff. Thank you always to our J-Webb and greetings to each and every one of you. Thank you for being with us today for our broadcast from the International Gospel Hour. And I want to begin with the account of Naaman the leper from 2 Kings chapter 5. Let's consider the first 14 verses. Now Naaman, commander of the army of the king of Syria, was a great and honorable man in the eyes of his master, because by him the Lord had given victory to Syria. He was also a mighty man of valor, but a leper. And the Syrians had gone out on raids and had brought back captive a young girl from the land of Israel. She waited on Naaman's wife. Then she said to her mistress, If only my master were with the prophet who is in Samaria, for he would heal him of his leprosy. And Naaman went in and told his master, saying, Thus and thus said the girl, who is from the land of Israel. Then the king of Syria said, Go now, and I will send a letter to the king of Israel. So he departed and took with him ten talents of silver, six thousand shekels of gold, and ten changes of clothing. Then he brought the letter to the king of Israel, which said, Now be advised, when this letter comes to you, that I have sent Naaman my servant to you, that you may heal him of his leprosy. And it happened, when the king of Israel read the letter, that he tore his clothes and said, Am I God to kill and make alive, that this man sends a man to me to heal him of his leprosy? Therefore, please consider and see how he seeks a quarrel with me. So it was, when Elisha, the man of God, heard that the king of Israel had torn his clothes, that he sent to the king, saying, Why have you torn your clothes? Please let him come to me, and he shall know that there is a prophet in Israel. Then Naaman went with his horses and chariot, and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him, saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be clean. So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake to him. Let me back up, dear friends. I moved away from my reading. Let me go back to verse 11. But Naaman became furious and went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, He will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. Are not the Abana and the Farpar, the rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel? Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spoke to him and said, My father, if the prophet had told you to do something great, would you not have done it? How much more then when he says to you, Wash and be clean? So he went down and dipped seven times in the Jordan, according to the saying of the man of God. 
and his flesh was restored like the flesh of a little child, and he was clean. Now, dear friends, is it not something that Naaman had to simply do something to rid himself of leprosy, and he refused? Listen to verse 11 via the English Standard Version. But Naaman was angry and went away, saying, Behold, I thought that he would surely come out to me and stand and call upon the name of the Lord his God and wave his hand over the place and cure the leper. Now notice what he said. Behold, I thought. Behold, I thought. You know, that's a powerful lesson to learn. When we follow our thoughts, are they the right thoughts? You know, others in Scripture were guilty of the same. How about Peter in Matthew 17, verses 1 through 5, when the Lord was transfigured before them, and yet the reply of God? You know, Peter said, let's build three tabernacles. But then God said, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. You see, Peter later in verses 6 and 7 thought God was punishing them. And he thought Elias was still yet to come in verse 10. But you see, Peter changed his thinking, did he not? What about Cain in Genesis 4 that offered the fruit of the ground? He thought it was okay. He figured, well, one sacrifice is as good as another. And he thought there was no sin in those little things. But we learn from Hebrews 11 in verse 4, it was not a faith that is his offering unto God. You see, Cain thought this would be okay, and it wasn't. What about Paul in Acts 26 and verse 9, who said, I thought within myself. You know, he thought he should waste the church. He thought he was doing right when he put men and women into jail, Acts chapter 8. He thought he would be pleasing unto God. He said, I thought within myself this is the way to go. But Paul realized that his thinking was wrong. You know, friends, it is clear from our study today that if there are biblical individuals that are thought incorrectly, well, friends, there's a pretty good possibility we will as well. But the beauty of this is we can change our thinking when God's Word teaches what we should think, what we should believe, and what we should do. Let's continue these thoughts in just a moment, but first, a few words about how to contact us here at International Gospel Hour. The quickest way to reach us is our toll-free number, 1-855-IGH-6988. You can request free Bible study courses, ask a question, or make a comment. Let us know where you hear our broadcast. The number is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That number again is 1-855-IGH-6988. Or if you prefer, one eight five five four 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 six nine eight eight. Dear friends, let's consider this. You know Proverbs fourteen twelve says there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. How about Jeremiah ten twenty three? O Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself; it is not in man who walks to direct his own steps. May we agree from the very outset that we need to respond to the commands of God and not simply think something may be right if the Scripture says otherwise. For example, men think there are many faiths. 
I've had individuals tell me, Jeff, you have your faith and I have my faith, but we're all headed to the same place. Well, Ephesians 4 and verse 4 says there is one faith. Jesus said in John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Dear friends, that's all singular. And so we need to make certain that we are following the one faith. The faith, that one is to contend therein, according to Jude, verse 3. The faith or the belief, the gospel system, that's what we believe. You know, men think that there are at least three baptisms. I have known of individuals that would immerse, some pour, some sprinkle. But Ephesians 4 verse 4 says there is one baptism. What would that be? Would it not be the baptism to be immersed, baptized into the death of Christ? Romans 6, 3 through 6. And how often we see baptism as an immersion, as John did so in Matthew chapter 3 as well as the eunuch in Acts chapter 8. How about this one, friends? Men think they are saved, then they're baptized. But 1 Peter 3.21 reminds us of the like figure whereunto baptism does now also save us. It's not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God. How about when Peter said in Acts 2.38, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. That remission of sins would come when one is baptized, based upon one's faith and repentance. Romans six sixteen through 17 says, But God be thanked that you were the servants of sin, but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine delivered unto you. Well, what form of doctrine was that? Go back up to Romans 6, 3 through 6 of being baptized into the death of Christ and raised to walk in newness of life, not before. You know, there are men that think that the Bible teaches division, that all denominations are fine. It really doesn't matter what you believe. But Paul in 1 Corinthians 1 and verse 10 said that a plea there be no divisions among them, that how in Ephesians 4, 3 we should endeavor to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace, and Jesus prayed that we all be one, not multiple, John seventeen twenty one. Men think that spiritual growth is not necessary, that once you have been saved, that's all it takes. But Second Peter 1, verses 5 through 10 teaches us that how these obedient, these things should be in us and abound, and how we should always sanctify the Lord God in our hearts, Be ready always to give an answer unto everyone that asks us the reason of the hope that is within us with meekness and fear, 1 Peter 3.15. Dear friends, are you thinking more about what you think religion is, or are you obedient to God? I want to pause here and listen to our free online Bible study that is available just for you. Our friends at World Bible School have a wonderful online Bible study available, and it is free. That's right, it's free. Please visit worldbibleschool.org and register. You will be provided a study helper who can answer questions and provide feedback for your lessons. Please sign up today. That's the free online study at worldbibleschool.org. Dear friends, let's think on these things. 
You know, when Naaman said, I thought this is the way it should be, all Naaman had to do was obey the gospel. When there are things that we think are right and the Bible says otherwise, let's be obedient to the Word of God. Dear friends, please write us at P.O. Box 118, Fayetteville, Tennessee, 37334. We'd love to hear from you. We'll continue our studies together another time. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening today. May this study prompt your search of God's Word for His will in your life. To assist you in your study or to listen to other programs, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. To God be the glory. God be with you.